it is another one this is so cool to be able to have like a space an opportunity to kind of throw my thoughts out there even though there there isn't someone physically with me right now <laughs> um because I feel like I don't know I've had a, I had a lot of thoughts on the way home from work today and I was a, I was reminded of a conversation that I had yesterday that I thought hmm that might be of some worth to someone else and so I felt like um let me try to capture the conversation um and kind of share what my thoughts are um I was also listening to a podcast on the way home and it was kind of like confirming a lot of the things that I had talked to someone about yesterday and so I felt like maybe I can kind of get it out there and, and it can help someone so here we are on another episode of becoming creative um just want to shout out everybody who has been supporting the pod and I say that I say that with like the most the most amount of gratefulness that I can at the moment because um if you know me sometimes it takes me a little while to get to a point where I realize okay either an idea is valuable or like something that I'm doing or something that I can produce is of value it takes me a long time even to celebrate those things and so with this podcast it's been a very short time right this is only about I feel like I only really have I have a number of episodes under my belt but those that are published are only about three or four at this point um but the support and the love and the feedback that I get from these from these podcasts so far have allowed me to really sit back and celebrate myself for a little bit. And sometimes that is it's really difficult for me at times. Um, but this podcast has really allowed opportunity for me to kind of see myself, see the consistency, even see like this passion and this drive kind of build up internally for this and just for creating in general. And so it's it's definitely been a blessing to me already. Um, and it's really, really, really good to know that it's becoming a blessing to people as they listen on their way to work, lunchtime, like so many, so many different stories that I've heard as far as like when people listen, when people watch. And so... Yeah, I just want to shout out to everybody, not only just my like immediate community, but like just people outside of, of that that have that have have the podcast has reached them. The podcast has touched them. And I just really appreciate you guys because it it encourages <clears throat> it encourages me to keep going and to keep sharing and to keep celebrating myself and celebrating um god and how he's like opening me up and really allowing me to kind of flourish in a sense and so um yeah uh i will apologize now for my voice a little bit because or if i cough or clear my throat <coughs> in this episode just because i am I don't know. I guess I'm dealing with some congestion. Um, I'm really dealing with some asthma things. And so 
I don't know, pray for me, I guess. Uh, not I guess, but, you know, throw a prayer up if you can. Um, but if you hear anything, my apologies. It's just, it just is what it is. I'd rather still do the episode, still speak, than to kind of like say, oh, I'll do it later and kind of forget what I feel and where I am right now. So just bear with me a little bit. Um, but yes, welcome to the podcast. Welcome to this episode of Becoming Creative. And again, if you're a new listener, if somehow you were like, oh, let me just start on the latest episode. Um, oh, shout out. I'm glad you're here. <laughs> Make sure you get to the first the first episode, the pilot, just to um, just to get context on what the podcast will be about what topics we'll be hitting, what what all of this is even for. I really encourage you to, to hit up the pilot and then all of the episodes leading up to this one after you listen to this one, if that's, if that's the case. Um, and so, yeah, this is kind of where we are. I'm just checking, making sure the curls are curling um, since this is also a visual and so if you're listening to this podcast, if you go on over to YouTube and type in becoming creative, I'm a little extra. So becoming is spelled B-C-M-N-G. If you put that in the YouTube, you can watch me right now. Um, or if you're just in your car chilling, keep the audio up. And so um, make sure you get to the visual later. If so, like, subscribe, comment. Please talk to me in the comments. I would love to hear some more feedback um a lot of people have been hitting me up on instagram so shout out um you can follow me on there at becoming creative pod or my personal page i am k julice and so yeah got all of the uh all of the announcements out in the beginning uh i was thinking of um kev on stage's podcast where he's like any, any church announcements and so i got all the announcements out and so, yeah, I feel like here we are. And so one of the reasons that I'm here is because I was talking to someone yesterday about, about process. I also was talking about um, processing a little bit in like episode three with uh, my friend Lexi. But I was talking to someone whom I was talking yesterday to someone who is creative, who is trying to kind of get back in flow and like be a lot more graceful with themselves, becoming more comfortable with themselves. And I think that's kind of the theme for this episode. Um, becoming comfortable, becoming comfortable. Um, I think about my journey back to God and I think about my testimony and how for a while, like a long while, it took me a, it took me a long time to really start to love myself. Long story short, I did, I, I had some situations come up in college that really, really questioned my identity, questioned what I felt, what I believed. Um, it questioned just like where I stood on like how I felt about myself growing up. I didn't really feel like I had self-esteem problems because I was pretty, I felt pretty sure of who I was in a sense. Cause I think there are some parts of me that didn't feel safe or didn't feel 
comfortable just kind of being, I guess, freely giving like my ideas and, and thoughts or whatever. But as far as like performance and like what I did and like what I identified with, I was an athlete growing up. And so I put a lot of my focus, strength, uh, everything into becoming the best athlete that I could possibly be. And that's something that started to really formulate and inform my identity. And so I, I was a hardworking person. Like as a player, I was hardworking. I was coachable. Um, I led by example. And it doesn't matter what team I was on, I was offering something to the team. And I think that's, a, that's something a part of just my makeup. I'm able to see where the gaps are in places and I'm able to to fill those gaps is I feel like recently I've kind of thought of that as like a gifting from God to be able to just see what is missing and then assess if I can serve that need or whatever is needed or assess if I'm able to learn what is needed for the gap to be filled and so um that's kind of something I've always saw in myself as a player as a person and like just anything I gave myself over to that's that's ultimately like what that was my purpose and so fast forward going into college um and playing playing or trying to play rather because the situation just did not allow for my full potential to be met and it wasn't it didn't even allow for all that I was doing all of the hard work to be seen and I think that hurt me a lot. That hurt my feelings. That really hurt my feelings just because, like I said, I'm one who's, whom I'm team-oriented already. I'm, I'm like one of those people who love to collaborate. And the fact that I was not able to serve or, or be able to be of an asset or see a gap that's there and not be able to fill it, that messed with me a bit and it and it hurt because I felt like I was fully capable to do it. And so I'm giving, I'm just saying all that as just context, context to who I am and just my makeup. And so I think because of that situation in college, especially at the age of like eight, what, 19 at that point, um, 19, 20, my identity wasn't as, as strong and set as I would have liked to be, which led me to kind of get into things that, that just weren't for me. I'll just say it like that. And I think another podcast, I'll kind of go in depth a a bit about some of those things. Um, But one of the things that I realized is that in all of that time, and I think with the whole not being able to play and, and feeling a sense of rejection and wow yeah I think that's something that I just realized um but feeling rejection in that moment in in college led me to feel iffy about me and it led me to feel like dang like am I whack like am I am I really not good enough like I think it made me feel that way because if I'm throwing a thousand percent into something and no one is seeing that work and no one is feeling like, okay, we can use her as an asset. I felt like, well, dang, my best is not enough to play here. 
my best is not enough to continue doing the thing that I love. And that's a hard thing to come to grips with or to feel like my best. I'm giving my best. And it seems like it's not enough for where I'm at. That's a hard place to be. And so, yeah, that played on me a bit. That 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 took me out a little bit. And so, um, fast forward to now, right? I feel like, well, yeah, there are times where I'm not necessarily giving my thousand percent to God. And there's, there's reasons why, right? I feel like I'm in a position more than ever now to one, give God a hundred percent and know that the Lord is going to take that and multiply it. Along with that thought, I think about how I perceive myself and how I've seen countless times where God will take something small that I'm doing and blow it up and like really use it for his glory. And like, not only is he being glorified, but he like literally elevates me because of my obedience or because I'm doing something in his name. And so I think in God, one showing me that in God, like increasing and showing me like the creativity, the creative side of me and showing me how valuable those, these methods are like in what I use, how I create, how I am as a person, because I think my creativity comes out in the way I look, in the way I dress, in the way I interact with people. Um, in God showing me that, He's shown me parts of my per. He's shown me my personality, and to know that I was at a place a while, a long time ago where I was, I just did not love myself. I didn't like myself because I just questioned everything about myself because of this one situation right me not me um feeling like I gave my best and it's not being enough I started to then question all these different parts of me I started to question like dang am I am I cool like do people like me (laughs) like it, it just made me question so many parts of me like the way I thought or the way I regarded people it made me question like what do I like who do I like what does this all mean it just if I didn't realize it then but if it was like a whirlwind back then and it's like because my identity was like to be honest it feels like my identity was taken away and it left me in this very vulnerable space of me not knowing who I am. And so as a result of me not knowing who I am, I'm like, ah, that's whack. Like, well, then you must not be cool. You must not be this. You must not. Like, people rock with you, but but why? Like, maybe they don't really rock with you. Maybe they don't really like you. They're just all of these questions, all of these questions. And so say all that to say um I was having a conversation with someone who was kind of going through a point of feeling like dang like it's so hard for me to be myself and I was like wow like I've been there I've been there where you feel like you can't be your authentic self because you are worrying about how people perceive you 
You're worrying about how people see you. You're worrying about like how you actually show up. Like do like because one thing I was thinking is like we have an inner an inner life. And I don't want to get deep, but we have like an inner life. And so what we show to people and what people see on our exterior is one thing, but there is a lot of things going on internally that we don't show. And while I can look put together, look cool, look fine, da 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 da, internally I'm trash. And not, I'm not beating up on myself, but like when I say I'm trash, like I'm selfish or I'm self righteous or I'm not really that considerate of people. I'm prideful. I got an ego. Like, all of these different things, all of these different flaws. And like sometimes instead of us seeing ourselves as the outside, what we look like and what we present to people, we're plagued by our inner life and our inner thoughts and like how we really think about people, how we really think about ourselves. And for a long time, that's what was going on for me. Like on the outside, we're kicking it. We're laughing. Kim, you so funny. Oh my gosh. You so cool. Oh my gosh. And like all of that is happening on the outside, but like internally, I'm like, oh my gosh, I am whack. I'm a bum. I feel like I do not like this person. And so I'm just going to be indifferent about a person and just like, eh, if you hear, you hear. If you're not, you're not. Like the way I used to talk to myself internally was so crazy so crazy the way I used to compare myself to the people around me was so crazy was so crazy and you know there are times you fall back into it and you're like dang like I don't ah like I'm not doing it like them I'm not ah come on like I'm not in the fight like them I'm not killing I'm not killing life like that you know I'm not I'm not going on the work trips and, and you know, my life doesn't look like this. And there's all these things that the culture just kind of like makes us feel like we have to have and have to look like in order to be somebody. But, but yeah, like our inner life really, it really dictate, dictates how we are going to show up for people, how we're going to show up for ourselves. And so I think one of the things in becoming comfortable is that I had to learn to change my inner life. I had to change the way I talked to myself, talked about myself to myself. Um, <laughs> this is why, you know, this is why, said way, said way. This is why you should be a part of a community, a church that is really teaching the word. Um, because I just thought about my pastor and how he always gives us these Greek words and all of these things to like help us understand the word as we're reading it. Um, but metacognition, metanoia, and it's like thinking about the way you think, like thinking, thinking about the way you think, um, that just, that's like just the sad way, but to think about like my inner life, I had to change the way I was thinking about myself, the way I saw and perceive myself. And the only way and I want to make this very clear. The only way I was able to change my perspective on myself 
to change the lens that I was looking through to see myself was the word, was God. Like God had to teach me how to love myself. He had to teach me how to speak to myself, how to give myself grace, how to love on myself, right? I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I think about the scripture in Jeremiah that talks about before I was in my mother's womb, God knew me. And I I remember mentioning it, mentioning it in like another setting um, of people, but I was thinking like, you know, when you think about the time it takes to make a baby, right? Like before I was, okay, I'm conceived, right? I don't, we don't need to get into the science, right? I'm conceived, right? S- seed, sperm, boom. Nice. Kim is being made. She's baking in there. Now there's nine months of me being in the womb. Remember the scripture before you were in your mother's womb, I knew you. Now there's nine months that I am now incubating in in the womb so that I could be born. And what hit me one day was like in those nine months in God knowing me before I even got in the womb, In those nine months, God had time to shift things in my personality. God had time to move some things around. Okay, I don't want her to do this. Let me shift it. God had time because God was creating me. God was, God created me. The fact that in that time, the things that make up Kim right now, as I sit here on this podcast, as I'm sitting here talking, looking at this camera, the he knew that I would be this way right now. He knew the fact that in those nine months he chose not to change anything, but wanted me to be all that I am right now. Told me that I'm good. I just want that to sink in a little bit. He had an opportunity to shift things in my personality, to tweak things. And he allowed me to come, come out, to formulate my personality and to become who I am right now. He allowed that. And because he allowed that, I have to see myself as good, especially since I've given my life back over to him and I'm giving my heart over to him and I'm living according to his purpose. And so I just want to speak to the person right now who may be feeling like, dang, I don't really like who I am. And I'm trying to live for God. I'm trying to like really be about God's business and everything else, but I don't really like what you've got to become comfortable with who you are. And that's the good stuff. And that's the bad stuff. I've got flaws. I've got flaws like I've got some defects in me but it doesn't those defects do not they don't define who I am they don't now the point of the you know with the defects I gotta like give them over to God and say like hey you know pride creeps up when this happens hey I'm not really feeling this person. You know how indifference, you know how I don't know how to, I don't know how to not be indifferent sometimes. 
Hey, this thing has happened. Ah, you know I can be selfish sometimes. Oh, you know I can covet sometimes. Oh, I see the latest thing. That, ah, you know I like to, you know I like to look like this sometimes. I'm not doing really well. You know I like to still put up a smile and act like nothing's wrong. All of these things that I could see as flaws or defects. I have to be comfortable knowing that that these things are in me. And that's another thing. There, there are things in us that are toxic. There are things in us that are wicked, sinful, right? I can't, I can't ignore those things because they're not going to go away. They're not going to go They're They're, they're going to be in me because they, they're there. I've allowed it. I, I've through sin, through experiences. There are things that have been allowed into my heart into my being, into my identity. And if I have an opportunity to realize, oh, there's a thing that that's a flaw, that's a defect. It is, I can't ignore it. I had to accept it. I have to be comfortable with it. Comfortable enough to say, okay, God, I need your help with this. I need to be comfortable with it so that I can give it over to God. Does that make, I hope it makes sense. And I'm not saying comfortable where I'm sitting in it and now I'm like, I'm just crouched in it and like, you know, it's not comfortable in a sense of like, okay, I'm going to keep it and I'm going to learn how to, how to live with it. It's comfortable. It's, it's acknowledging it. It's really that it's not necessarily being comfortable with it, but I need to be comfortable enough to acknowledge that this thing is here. And now, God, I need you to help me get through this. I need you to help me. I need you to help me not let this be a stumbling block, not let it be a snare, not let it be a thorn, not let it be um, besetting. You know what I mean? I think of the scripture like, Lord, help us to turn away from the things that so easily beset us. Like I need Lord, I need you to help me remove these things from my heart so that I'm not beset by them. And so, um, you have to acknowledge, you got to acknowledge your flaws. Like the same way we acknowledge all the good stuff and, and all the things that we do well, we have to acknowledge the things that we don't do well. And that, especially as a believer is necessary so that God is able to be made perfect in our weakness. Our flaws are our weaknesses and God has to be glorified in those things too, not just in what we do well. And so thinking of the conversation I had uh the other thing that came to my mind was I was listening to a podcast on the way home and this guy was talking about his his experience being a biracial man growing up and having this like duality in him where he was, you know, in some spaces he was the white boy and in some spaces he was the black boy. And a question that was given to him was like, what did that cost you like being these different types of people for others? And, you know, what did that cost? And he said, it costed me the ability to breathe. And I was like, wow, that's a thing. That's a thing. Um, 
it made me go back in my mind about being in spaces or being in a place where you feel like I can't breathe freely and it's because I'm I'm tense and everything else because I got to show up a certain way. I got to be a certain way with these people. I got to you can't let you can't let that flaw show. You can't let that you always got to look tailored and perfect and good. And one thing that comes to mind is that spiritually I was doing that. I was doing that. Like you know I'm a worship leader and for so for a long time I was leading worship from a place of obligation and not a place of worship. Like I wasn't actually worshiping, but I was being a worship leader. And I think about the moment where I was able to breathe in my calling and breathe in the title. And it's when I decided that I was just going to be who I was in it. And I wasn't going to try to be some person that I thought people wanted me to look like or say the things that worship leaders say. Like, let's all stand up and posture our hearts to God. Like, you know, you see things and you're like, dang, that's what I'm supposed to do. (laughs) But the second I was able to kind of give God the reins to what I was doing and my gift of singing... I was able to breathe in the calling, breathe in the title and breathe in worship because I realized that that's what people needed. They needed me. They needed me to breathe and worship so that it helped facilitate them and show them how to breathe and just worship. And so that hearing that was so eye opening. And I think about in my personality, I feel like, and I told this to the person yesterday, I was like, right now, today is the most I felt like, yeah, Kim, like, yeah, I'm feeling Kim. Like, I love, I love who I am. I I love how I'm formed, how I'm shaped, how I am. Like, I I love, I love me. I, I really do. And I'm not, you know, not feeling myself in the sense of like, ah, like she's conceited and everything else. Cause I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm like that, but I mean, I'm sure. It's, yeah. I don't think I'm like that. But the point is, is that I love me. I appreciate me the way I think, the way I regard people, the way I move and how I show up for people and how I like present myself. I'm okay with that. Like I'll take that. I'm accepting of like how I, how I show up because I can go to sleep knowing that like I'm giving people me and that's as boring as I could be. That's as quote unquote cool. I could be like, I'm only doing what I feel like I, I, I don't know. I'm just being me. Um, I like, (laughs) Sometimes I buy these like funky hats, right? And it's really for me. Uh, so I have like a knitted one. I got like this like furry bucket hat that's that's got these like I don't know, it's fly to me. 
um, this purple yellow striped kind of thing or whatever. And like, I would put it on and then I would feel creative and I would like work on something and I would do whatever. And I was like, in my, I'm in my element. And I can remember someone like FaceTiming me. Um, and I was like, like, dang, I'm, like in my in my creative hat like what's up and for a moment I thought oh let me take off the hat let me try to look like something and then the next thought was like well no you're comfortable you're you're chilling you in your own element like just take the call like what are you doing and so you know I press answer and the person on the other line was like, oh, okay, like, okay, hat. You know, black people always got to shout out what the thing is that you, <laughs> okay, polka dots, right? So they're on FaceTime with me and they're like, okay, hat, okay, I, I dig it. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm just chilling in the house. And so they're like, and you just put on the hat, like when you feel, I was like, yeah, I just throw the hat on and. I don't know, I got inspired and just started working on some stuff. So what's up? And then we kind of go through the conversation and it's just like, it's, it's regular, but it was a moment where I was able to just like breathe. I was just breathing and like, I didn't have to switch up. I didn't have to, I didn't feel the need to change or the need to like not express that like oh I you know I do quirky things and it just it's just for me and like but I didn't have to change that I just could continue and just be me on the FaceTime turned it off and kept on going with what I was doing but I know a time when I would not be comfortable doing that because I I would just feel like ah like oh let me have let me hurry up ah the curve ah you know and trying to look look a particular way um but I'm in a place where I feel completely comfortable being myself and whatever comes with that comes with that like I'm I'm done trying to fit molds and trying to fit or meet people's expectations sometimes expectations that I don't even know about but I'm tired of of bending and moving to that for the sake of their approval now if it's the lord saying hey you need to come to this person a particular way i'm willing and open to that like for sure but i don't want to bend because i'm not comfortable with with people seeing a part of me and so i just encourage those listening watching like you don't have to bend to be like you don't have to bend for people to accept you you don't have to bend so that you are more uh like I know the word is not receivable (laughs) um but that yeah ultimately you don't have to contort and change who you are in order to fit in with folk especially at this big age right like I'm not that old. I'm not old at all, actually. I'm pretty young. But I think as we get older, um, you have to know that you do not have to bend to be in the place that you're supposed to be. You can be yourself. And so as a believer, you do not have to change or morph into something or someone that you 
actually are not in order to be in a place that you're supposed to be. No, you don't have to do that. Um, God allows us grace and we have to begin to give ourselves grace and we be, we have to really become, we have to really start learning who we are and like, Like, you got to sit with yourself. You really do. Like, you got to sit with yourself. And I, I mean, and, I, and it's hard to do. It's not something that is just easy and just like everyone should be able to do it. Everyone should be out here just flourishing. Like, we should, but it's because we all should be like, we all should be living in a way where like the Lord is able to be pleased through us and God is able to teach us and God is able to inform us and show us parts of ourselves because actually he's the one who created us. Like he knows where everything is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he knows exactly where everything is in us. He knew us before we were in our mother's womb. He knew us fully. That's beginning to end. He knew he knew us. And it's not just a surface no, like, oh yeah, that's Kim over there. Um, like it's he 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 knows Kimberly wine. Kimberly Julie's wine. He knows me. In and out. Like <laughs> some another another sidetrack another sidetrack the way my mind works the fact that I just said in and out the first thing that comes to my mind is Maya Angelou in that Tyler Perry movie where she does a poem at the at the wedding and she goes in and out in and my my god I, I don't know why I don't know why the Lord gives me this gave me this brain but I literally just saw it while I was talking I was like focus girl anyway um, yeah, I just, I just feel like it's necessary. Like breathe, breathe, breathe. Even doing this podcast, doing this episode specifically, I feel so comfortable and so safe to breathe. And I just want to encourage everyone to do the same. Don't be so hard on yourselves. Don't be so critical. Don't be so analytical. Like, stop comparing yourself. Don't do these things. These things are, that's not... That's not why we're here. And it's like, it's hard because we live in a culture now, especially with social media, where everyone is showing all of the great parts of their life. And you feel like your timeline got to look the same way. Your post got to look the same way. But they don't because that's not reality. It's not true. It's not actually what life is, is showing and do people are out here struggling. People are out here struggling to know who they are. People are out here struggling, fitting in. People are struggling, trying to find a place, find their people, the people that are safe. <laughs> people are out here struggling, trying to find safe spaces. 
And so they create these spaces to feel safe or they find these spaces that are pseudo safe because we include and we accept everything. And it's like, you still, you will never be completely safe if you are not comfortable with you. And that's just, that's me just being real. That's just how I feel. Um, that's just what I think. You will never be comfortable until you look at yourself, until you are accepting of yourself. And the only way to be accepting, completely accepting of yourself is to be completely accepting of God. And that's the truth. Because that is the only way you're going to be able to see yourself. And that's seeing through the lens, through the word of the Lord. And that's just what it is. It really is. It really is what it is. And I think the more we we try to deviate from the idea or deviate from the fact that like God is the lens to look through. The more we do that, the more we're going to struggle, the more we're going to try to find our own way and our own definitions of what life is and who we are. Like it's the only way, like I heard, I heard today in a conversation, some per, someone was talking to somebody online and it was about a freestyle and it the free, the person that was freestyling was had, had it written on a piece of paper and they were like, in the comments, they were like, uh, or maybe the person was like, well, they didn't really freestyle because like they're reading from a paper, like, or it's written already. Like it's not freestyle. And someone was like, yes, it is freestyle. What do you mean? It's freestyle. And he was like, no, it's not like go back in time. Check out cool hurt. Check out big ticket in the base. Like freestyle is going off the dome. You have to, it's all, it's all spontaneous. It's all right now. It's not written. It's not on paper. And the person was like, no, freestyle is different. There's different types of freestyle. It's called free of free of style or, or free, free from style or something like that. And I'm like, no, a freestyle is a freestyle. Like, but it's like, we're in this culture where we like, we're trying to give these new definitions to truth, to like what it is, to like what it is. Like, this is a fact. And you're trying to give a whole new definition to fit whatever you're thinking into this fact or to morph this fact into something that you think it's just like, where are, are we in a time zone, the twilight zone? Like, no, but like, especially in a time where people are trying to fact check the facts with no bearing, no truth in them, no truth along with the, like, it's just like, I'd rather hold and be anchored by the word because it is the actual truth. I just rather do that because it has not shown me anything different until the word, until God and the word start failing me. I'm rocking with the word. I'm rocking with God and the word until he fails me. And the crazy part is, is that I know that he's not going to fail me because he said it in his word. And thus far, the things that he said to me in his word, he stood true to. So 
the things that he's told me about myself, he's, it's true. And I have to lean on that more than I lean on what I see of myself or what I think, because those things are fleeting. I could think I'm fly one day and then think I'm whack the other day. Like, like my feelings are, are, can be all over the place, like all over the spectrum. But in his word, he talks about like, I cannot have confidence in my flesh. My feelings are tied to my flesh. And so I have to, I have to find something that is anchored and that is more, that is stronger to lean and to hold on to. And that's been the word for me. He's shown me so many things in my personality and like how he wants to use it and how he wants to use it for me to lead. And even in just how I engage with people, like there's a purpose for why I am the way I am. There's a purpose in how I move and how I relate to people and what I look like and what I gravitate toward and things like that. There's a purpose in all of that. In you and how you are shaped, what you like, what you don't like, how you move, there's purpose in that. And God wants to use it for his bigger plan. How that happens, we don't know sometimes, but our job is to flow with him. Our job is to be who you are. That's it. As a believer, show up, be who you are in all of your flaws and just let God shape you as you go, as you continue to be who like be who you are honestly like God will shape God will teach God will remove God will add God will do so many things he will blow your mind and you'll start to look back and see that wow like the person I am today got through all of that and I'm stronger for it and I'm better for it and now Not only that, but I can get through and I can help someone else see themselves better. Like it's all, all of it is for a purpose. And I'm just grateful that God is allowing, allowing me and others to overcome in order to help others overcome. Like being able to see that today is so is so good because not only does it increase my love for myself, increase my love for God, but it increases my faith in who he is and what his plan is for me. And I just, I dig that. I just, I just dig it. I really do. I dig it. It's hard, man. It's hard. I'm not saying it's easy. It is tough, but, but it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It is okay. Um, yeah, becoming comfortable. That's like, that's been a thing for me. Um, and I'm glad that I'm on, I'm somewhat on the other side of that. Um, and God is still showing me things. God is still teaching me things. God is still dealing with parts of me right it's not like all oh, just a quick fix and now I'm just out here moving like there's still insecurities there's still things but I'm equipped with the assurance of knowing that when I bring it to God when I when I vocalize it to other people because that's a whole other thing as well um, but when I acknowledge it now we can work on it 
now we can now we can do something right um it's almost like you know with any kind of addiction or with any any like alcoholism and things like that like one of the steps is like you, you can't be in denial like you have to accept what is what's going on in order for you to change it in order for you to get better and like if you are only celebrating the the good things or what looks good in you but you're like suppressing or rejecting the, the things that are not good you'll never be whole you'll only work from one side of you you'll never be holistically like you and holistically strong and able to like do what God is calling you to do we're all called according to his purpose and called to do something for him and like the best thing you can do is is give it over to God and put who you are in his hands so that he can like show you and start to like bring you to the light and so yeah like I had some other things that I was um some other things but I feel like I, I also want to continue this conversation and I feel like I want to also talk this through with someone else <laughs> like kind of have a conversation about it and so yeah I hope just this preliminary talk on it um or this piece of encouragement um I, this is kind of like a bonus episode but um I'm just hoping that this is timely for for a lot of people and that as you listen as you watch that you become become comfortable with all the parts of you so that you can determine like god what do i do with this like i really encourage you to do that because um god doesn't do anything by accident god does not shape or form or allow people to be born by accident right and so i think the best thing we could do is if we don't understand something about ourselves is to ask the creator and that's just really what it comes down to um and so yeah i love you guys i love you i love you i can't say that enough i love you but more importantly jesus loves you and i'll see you guys in the next video see you guys in the next pod Make sure you subscribe, like, love, comment, hit me up, and um, be well, be well, be comfortable, be comfortable. I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Bye.